Hi! Welcome to a podcast of Smut and Dragons, where two MILFs talk about books that have dragons, smut, and sometimes both. Please note that neither of these MILFs claim to be experts in literature, but we are experts on vibes. We may occasionally spoil an extremely minor plot point, but we'll keep it to the first few chapters. Honestly, if it really bothers you that much, are you okay? Is everything alright at home? You can tell us, bestie. We love you. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh, she's so pretty. Oh my gosh, she's traumatized. Oh my gosh, she's traumatized. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Hey, welcome back to our show, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast where we don't just talk about Nesta all the time, even though that's all I want to do ever. I feel Um, like we edit out um, us going on... Sarah J. Mass rants. We go on Sarah J. Mass rants. Um, occasionally, we have a Brandon Sanderson interlude. But I feel like a Sarah um, J. Mass rant is warranted almost every episode. Hey, Brandon, while I got you here. Um, <laughs> while we got you here, Brandon. While I got you here, Brandon, um, could you release the spicy version of Warbreaker, please? Yes. Um, can I have the spicy version where you don't fade to black? Thank you so much. Thank you so um, much. Anyway. Or if anyone's got a fan fiction... Um, wreck for that. Send it our um, way. Send me the Siri Susabron fan fiction Rex, please. Thank you. Um, anyway, thank you for coming to our podcast. The podcast is Sutton Dragons. I'm Jillian. That's I'm Maggie. <laughs> Happy welcome to 2023. Welcome to 2023. It's a year and it's a whole different one than the one we had before. New discoveries. New discoveries. New books. New I don't know where I was going with yeah, this. Go ahead. <laughs> no, Always. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to keep going. It doesn't. It doesn't have a direction. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! How was your just year? Uh, It was a year. How was your year? Uh, I don't want to talk about my year. (laughs) (laughs) You you brought it up. (laughs) I did bring it up. I you know I this year this past twenty twenty two will forever go down in history at least until something worse happens. Yeah, as the most the most stressful, eventful, good and bad year. Very high highs, very low lows. I had a lot of things. I had my my daughter was born, but I also like in a traumatic way. Yeah, very traumatic. Um, And then I just had a lot of like. Family members die. I moved out of state. Lots of th- things happened. Here and I am talking about my like, year. It all happened like right around the same time too. Yeah. Um, and that's just the worst. <laughs> anyway, welcome to 2023 where it's not going to be the worst. It's not going to be the worst. Knock this is going to be good. This it's going to be a good This is going to be a good one. Yeah. I can feel it in my bones we're all gonna heal we're all gonna heal Mm -hmm. and um we are going to have resolutions and those resolutions are going to be i'm gonna read more spicy books (laughs) (laughs) thank you so much i wrote it down (laughs) on my hand it's tattooed on there now oh my gosh um so we have some book recs for you guys we do we're going to uh, talk about book recs. Do we need it? Okay, here we go. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, bitch. <laughs> you know the drill. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. No! <laughs> we always do scissors, now we got paper. We all do, we always do scissors, and I knew. Okay, ready? Okay. 
Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I win. You win. Okay. You're okay. going first for the new year. First one for the new year. Okay. For the new year. Welcome, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about Praise by Sarah Kate. Praise? Yes. This is... We have our main character, Charlie, short for Charlotte, who is in the process of a breakup with her ex-boyfriend, Bo, and they live together. And he's, like, moving into his new house with his friends, and she goes to him and she's like, hey, I need my half of the security deposit. She's, you know, young. She's, like, 21, and she, you know, needs her Mm -hmm. $1,000. And he's like, well... My dad has it because he co-signed on the loan, and I don't talk to my dad anymore. Great. So I'm just willing to write that off. And she's like, I'm not. I need it, and it's your dad, so you should get it for me. And he's like, well, I'm not going to. Here's his address. If you want it, go fucking get it from him. And she's like, ugh, this is stupid. And she goes home, and then the next day she goes to his dad's house. She rolls up to this really nice neighborhood, and she's like, does he live here and she rolls up to this huge house and she rings the doorbell and some like lady answers the door and she I think at first assumes you know this is Mrs. whatever his last name is I can't remember and um she's like oh I didn't know you were coming today um you should get in the office and this lady like leads her into the office and she's like okay well I'm just waiting and then the lady goes you should probably get on your knees and she's like, what? what? And then she walks away. And she's like, huh? <laughs> and then he walks into the room, very attractive, tall. Um, Is this another I'm going to bang your dad? This, a very attractive, tall oh man my in God. a suit. And he walks into the room. He's like, you should be on your knees. And she's like, what? <laughs> she's like, I don't understand. And he's like, you should speak when you're spoken to. <laughs> and she's like, uh... And then she's like, I don't know what else to do, so I guess I'll get on my knees. And she does. And then he comes up to her and he sort of, like, caresses her cheek and, like, brushes her hair behind her ear and says, lovely. And then walks away. And then a conversation sort of ensues where um, suddenly he realizes that this is not who uh, or what he thought it was. And this is actually his son's ex-girlfriend <laughs> coming oh for her security deposit. She's like, I'm here for my security deposit. And he's like, wait, what? He thought that she was oh. a, a sub that right. was supposed to be coming. But he wasn't expecting one. But, like, he was thinking that she was sent over. Oh, no. Um, and she was <laughs> That's like. That's awkward. She was like, this is so weird. And he's like, and he's like. Yeah, don't say anything about this to Bo. <laughs> and she's like, I'm not going to talk to Bo. And he's like, okay. He's like, here's your half of the security deposit. Cuts her a check. And then she walks to the door and she goes, actually, I don't know. I might talk to Bo. <laughs> and he's like, how much would make you not talk to him? And she goes, I don't know, like $250, she says to this billionaire. Um, and, really? And he goes, Okay. <laughs> Writes her a check for $5,000. <laughs> Hands it to her. No. She leaves. She she gets in the car, realizes it's a check for $5,000. She only wanted $250 because her little sister wanted to go to an anime convention. Oh my god. I know. Now, she has a couple jobs. One of them is in a roller rink. And she's at her job at the roller rink a couple days later. And 
um, she's like behind, like she's like doing the the shoe rental, the the skate rental. Mm-hmm. And then someone comes up and he's like, "I need an eleven and a half." And she looks up and she's like, "Ah!" And it's him. And his name is Emerson, by the way. And Emerson. <laughs> his name is Emerson, by That's the way. That's such a rich guy name. I know, I know, I know, I know. It's a very hot name. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very hot it name. Is. And he's like, and he's like, listen, like. I can see you're down for money and blah, blah, blah. Like, I need a new secretary. Real secretary. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Would you want to be my secretary? There would be benefits. This would be the salary and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, but like, what did you think I was there for? And he's like, well, I don't, I, nothing. And she's like, what do you, I, because she had Googled him the night before Mm. and found out that he does own a BDSM club. In the area. Great. And she's like, I saw this. And he's like, well, yeah, like, I thought it's my it's my thing. And I thought you were that. And then you weren't. And so it's fine. I need a real secretary, not one of those kinds of secretaries. Right. So this is a real secretary job where you'll do paperwork and stuff. And there will be nothing going on. She ain't going to do paperwork. And she was like, okay, bet. And meanwhile, this is his way of trying to be like, I'm going to get in with his ex-girlfriend. And then maybe, like get back on speaking terms with his son because this whole time he's trying to get back on Bo's mm. talking side. This doesn't seem like the um, way. Meanwhile, there's this thing sort of blooming between the oh, two God. of them that is becomes more and more unavoidable. Oh, God. Um, and, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean, from the start, when she had to get on her knees, I was like, oh, no. I was like and then and then he was like lovely and she was like why am I feeling this way about this interaction right now why did I listen to him also when he told me to get on my knees why did I I don't know why Um, first of all I don't know why I listened second of all I don't know why I'm getting the tinglys in between my legs when you said I was lovely and um third of all this is my ex's dad and yeah so it starts to sort of grow between them and become sort of unavoidable Uh and it's it's very good the scenes are very hot it um it does take a while to get there though you sort of see them um really start to start to it's not like a hundred percent smut this is bdsm all the time right from the beginning they sort of have to like build up to it and you see like this like several chapters of them um sort of having this tension and fighting against it right so it feels a little more like a romance novel yes um, and then we very get into, spicy, and then one. we get into it. Yeah, um, I think the the other thing is fun is that the chapters are uh, named like rules. Oh, um, so like we have uh, rule number two: no pouting. R- rule number um, <laughs> rule number four: after a humiliating day with your ex's dad, taco and margaritas are always the answer. And that's just the name of the chapters. I just think that's like sort of a cute, a cute little thing. I love when chapters just have a little bit more. It's more revealing to the story. Rule number 12, foot rubs are sexual. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Rule number 14, when in doubt, dance. And I just love that. Yeah. I think that's very cute. Um, There were a couple of chapters that I had to like send the whole chapter to my husband and be like, you need to read this immediately. (laughs) Because, oh my God, take some fucking notes, write something down, (laughs) because that was hot as hell. And um, yeah, and the story was just like really there for me. Yeah. Like there, there was like this constant push and pull and like her learning about 
the culture and like the scene of like right. BDSM and stuff and him like teaching her and then like but constantly fighting against that and then like giving in a little bit and then giving in a little bit and then giving in a little mm-hmm. bit until they've gone like past the point of no return and um I won't say what happens but if you don't like a third act breakup it's, it does have one yeah um however I hate a third act breakup but this one felt earned yeah what happened felt earned in a way that I was like okay I can understand why that happened I'm not angry with either of you yeah for that thing happening I understand where you were coming from in this situation I understand where she, where she was coming from in this situation I right. understand why you both reacted the way you did and um they are both so sad afterward um so it's fine um but like I said I usually am not a big fan of the third act breakup but this one felt earned earned it felt justified it felt justified it felt right to happen and it the, wasn't for a stupid reason it like wasn't for so a stupid many. reason it wasn't for like a really stupid miscommunication that made me angry at one or the Ugh. other of them it was a legitimate thing that happened that was not either of the other one's fault and I understand why they both made the decisions that they did in that moment mm. and it caused conflict but in a way that wasn't entirely aggravating I, I'm glad I, um, miscommunication tropes are probably my least favorite trope of yeah. all of them yeah the, if it can be solved by y'all just saying a quick thing to each other yeah then I don't want to read the book. Yeah. It was like, it was complicated enough that I was like, I get it. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, I feel like so many times miscommunications can just be like, you one of, one, this one or that one is being stupid. And I hate you right now. Yeah. For misunderstanding that because I don't see why you would have misunderstood that. Um, this is... It's kind of a miscommunication, but it's it's more complicated than that. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it just felt earned. So I was okay with it. So. Um, and it wrapped up very nicely. So. <laughs> Hair tuck. <laughs> Hair tuck. It wrapped up really nicely. And I did, I was auto-correcting her age in my mind the whole time. And every time it said 21, I was like 25. Um, <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> because he's like. 42. Yeah, he's like he's in his forties, and um, I was fine with that, and yeah, so that's fine. Okay, I w- I really liked it. I really liked. How many it. peppers? This is four peppers. Ooh, it's like it's like maybe bordering into like a four point five yeah. area. There's a lot of ch- not necessarily like the whole book is active smut but a lot of the scenes that aren't smut are charged Mm. in a way that is sort of like uh i can't avoid talking about it yeah um and yeah so i'd probably say it's like a 4.5 on peppers on peppers and as far as you know bdsm smut goes i was i really don't have anything bad to say about it i think it's a five for me nice i think it's a five for me good i don't have any notes good i don't have any notes i love that very um very sex positive very lgbt positive um yeah read read praise by sarah kate with a c 
Is there a lot of praise? Oh, baby. She's got a praise kink big time. Okay. And listen. Okay. Same. Fessy same. Um, I'm, I... I like to be told I'm doing a good job. Literally. Please just tell me I'm doing a good job. Um... Great praise, praise. I'm gonna go case. ahead and download that. Yeah, go ahead and download that. Um, okay, so uh, my book, uh, I'm gonna get this out of the way now. Is uh, I believe it's two peppers. Okay. Um, so nothing crazy spicy. There's okay. a little bit of a little something something, uh-huh. but uh, it's mostly, yeah, well maybe like a two and a half. Okay. If I'm remembering correctly, I read it earlier this year. So, um, last year, I should say. Um, so this, this year is... for us, last year for y'all as you listen to this. <laughs> it's still December for us. <laughs> uh, so this is the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Oh! This book here. Oh my gosh, yes, people keep talking about this. Okay, and so. And I haven't read it. Right? Okay, so I will clarify it. I've seen this book running around and I'm not going to lie because it was so mainstream because it was like on the Barnes and Noble sh- like front tables right. and shelves and all that. I was like, mm, is it good though? Is it, really it going to be really good? Honestly, because it looks like it's not something I'm going to want to read. Right. Um, but uh, my sister Tess, shout out to Tess. Shout out to Tess. Uh, she was the one that had me read this book. And I'm always, my sisters normally don't read. So whenever she's like, I'm reading this book, I get so excited. So I want to join in. Yeah. So we read this book together. And oh my God, it's not at all what you expect. Oh, really? Okay. So the premise is um, she's a Hollywood starlet. Okay. And the title is The Seven Husbands of Ev- Evelyn Hugo. And you think, based on the title, too, that was the other thing that kind of, like, deterred me, was I was like, why why, why do I want seven husbands? Why do I care? Why are we yeah. focusing on our husbands? Like, what is this about? Yeah. Why, is this, why is she being defined by these marriages? Right. Um, and then it's, like... There's so much more to it. Yeah. Um. So so she's this Hollywood movie icon, you know, and she's grown up. She's like a starlet. And this is a look at her life. And uh, it starts off that she contacts this very um, this local newspaper and wants to hire wants to hire this one specific reporter named Monique who is not like one of their main reporters. She's kind of new. But she wants Monique to write, to come and do the article on her. And she said, Monique, or I'm not doing it. Mm -hmm. And they're like, what the hell? What's so great about Monique? And so Monique goes and talks to her. And then Evelyn is like, uh, this is at this point, she's like old. She's in her 70s or 80s. And she's like, "Um, I'm actually, we're not going to do an article. You're going to write my biography. Period. And Monique is like, why? And she's like, do you want it or not? So they end up meeting and she's like, this will take off my writing career. I have to do this. Evelyn Hugo's like the biggest name in Hollywood. I have to do this. Um, And so Mm -hmm. she starts talking about, um, you were married seven times. You know, what's, you know, let's, can we talk about that? Like you've had seven marriages. You've had like all of these men in your life. Who, did you love any of them? Did you love all of them? Like, who did who was actually the love of your life? Blah, 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 blah. And she starts getting into it. And I, I'm kind of going back and forth on whether I want to spoil one particular detail. But I feel like if I don't, then people aren't going to want to read it. So 
this particular detail, it's not a huge spoiler, but it is kind of a detail that I feel is important mm-hmm. and it's essential to like whether people are going to read it or not. She wasn't in love with any of them. Well, oh. she was in love with one, her one of the first ones. Mm-hmm. She truly was until he started to abuse her. Yeah, I... But she truly did love him. Right. And was sexually attracted to him. That being said. That being said. Um, the love of her life mm-hmm. was not any of the men, but instead was this rival actress um, that <gasps> she was always like, it was always this kind of rivalry between the two of them, that they were always going for each other's parts. And like, you know, I think her name was Cecilia. Yeah, Cecilia was, like, this big up-and-coming actress, and, like, Evelyn was established, this big name, and they were constantly being compared to each other, and in real life, they became friends, and then eventually became lovers. And... It was gay the whole time. (laughs) They were roommates. You're telling me, the whole time that I've seen this book with the green dress bitch on the cover. Yes. It's been gay the whole time. Yes. Yes. It is, Evelyn is bisexual. God damn it. And that was another thing. Is, queen. That's another thing. If anyone, I mean, obviously we're going to care about this. It, Monique was like, okay, so are you ready? So Evelyn is telling her this detail and she tells her about Cecilia. And Monique is like, okay, are you ready to like come forward and declare that you're actually a gay woman? And Evelyn like gets visibly irritated and she's like, you're not listening to what my story is. And if you're not going to listen, I don't want to continue. And Monique goes, oh, shit. And she, like, corrects herself. And she's like, are you ready to come forward and say that you're bisexual? Mm-hmm. And she and Evelyn's like, yes, I would like to come forward and say that I'm bisexual. All of this stuff. And it's just, like, it ends up being, like, so much more. Yeah. So all of these marriages, for different reasons, are ways to get ahead mm-hmm. are ways to like promote her movies or to put up a facade one of the marriages is like a marriage in co- of convenience mm-hmm. so that she can be with someone else and like it just it, it ended up being this extremely tragic and beautiful love story and Evelyn is not always a good person and right. does not always make the right choices but it's heartbreaking and by the end I was crying I because it's her whole life right. and I just was blown away by it and I will I hope and pray that I never judge a book by its cover like that again because for the longest time like I said I saw that book, and you said the same thing. I've seen that book, and I'm like, that looks like something I'm probably going to find boring. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's just not, it's not that I, like, was like, oh, I'm going to find that boring. It's just that I was like, oh, okay, here's another book with a picture of a headless lady facing away from the camera. Yeah. Again. With the green dress and everything. It looks, it looks like Where the Crawdads Sing. Yeah. You know? It's very generic. And, it, like, Where the Crawdads Sing, I'm sure is a very good book. And Some I'm people ne- like it. I'm never going to read it. No. <laughs> I'm 
never going to read it. No. And it's because it seems too mainstream. Yeah. And I hate to sound like and such a... I don't do things when they're mainstream. <laughs> I know. I sound like I such a hipster. I different and like <laughs> I really need to get like the underground shit. Like the indie shit. The indie books I and really, authors. And, and I do. And you know you should. You should support your indie authors. However. However. Sometimes books are hyped because they are For a reason. <laughs> they are actually good. Yeah. yeah. And it was. It was gay the whole time. Oh my god. Out there. Undercover. Right on the shelves of Barnes & Noble. Right there. So, with that in mind, um, I was looking up one-star reviews, and honestly, the one-star reviews were just so disappointing. Mm -hmm. Because they were all just like, they're gay. They're gay. Homophobia. And, but one of them, I will say, was very funny. Mm -hmm. It's just like, I'm not going to read them, but the titles are hilarious to me i love when one star reviewers really just like blast a book and their title is so dramatic yeah so dramatic so this one so i just i'm just gonna read a couple of them but there's silly formulaic abandoned just so so dramatic this one not (laughs) christ-like Christ-like. It's not Christ-like. This one was really good, too. The epitome of hedonism. That's fucking funny, dude. So, yeah. Most of the one-star reviews are just like... Are just homophobia. They're gay. No. Oh, no. You tricked me into reading a gay book. But, man. The gay agenda. The gay agenda is back at it again. They caught you. So, anyway. The book is so good. It's much more interesting than it seems. Um, they really market it as looking like it's. it looks like a mainstream book, like yeah. a mainstream rom- romance novel. But it's so, so much more than that. It looks like YA, honestly. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, a little bit of a Cassandra Clare yeah. kind of Like it's feel. reminding me of like The Selection. Is that the name of the book I'm thinking of? Yeah. Where it's like just girls in dresses and you can't see the top of their head. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I've I never read exactly that series. What you're talking about. But that's about. what it's giving. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this was not that. No. At all. No. Um, yeah. It's not marketed very well as being like what, what it actually it is. It's marketed very mainstream. Yeah. Um, but give it a shot. I really enjoyed it. And oh, oh, and there's a twist at the end. Oh, we love a good twist. That was awful oh god like awful like it was bad or awful like it was out you find out i won't give it away at the spoiler too much but you do find out why she's so interested in monique oh okay because that's a question the whole time that monique has is like why why does she want want monique to to report this right i have not released anything that special hmm that's interesting. And it's a very, very, it's it's a very good, very good um, twist. So, yeah, that is my book, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Now, oh here's God. my question. Oh, gosh. Yeah. If you were to describe praise yeah. in terms of mouthfeel. Mm, that's a good question. As one does. Mm-hmm. How would you? The serious looks we get on our faces when we start going down this It's very trail. serious. It's very serious it's, business. It's the most important thing of all. It's the most important part of the pod, 
podcast. Jesus, the most important part of the podcast. In terms of mouthfeel, praise is the feeling of velvet crossing your face and being tied behind your head. It's the taste of someone's thumb on your tongue while they tell you what a good job you're doing. Oh! And, um, yeah, it's satin, it's velvet, it's warm, and, um, yeah. I like this mouthfeel. <laughs> I like this mouthfeel. Okay. Uh, okay, the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo in terms of mouthfeel um, is... Mm-hmm. Uh, you're in like satin. Oh, more satin. Like, but this is like satin, like sh- you know those chic pajamas yeah, yeah, that yeah, are yeah. like silky satin. Yeah, a uh, little bit of that. You're smoking a cigarette, mm-hmm. but in a cool way. Yeah, like with like a- the with like the stick. Oh yeah, definitely with the the extender. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're looking out on your like L.A. apartment. You're looking out at the cityscape, Hollywood signs in the background. Um, and there's like white sheets. Your bed is like all oh. tousled from white sheets. Oh my like gosh. somebody's been there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you drink a lemon water. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. And, um, then you got to go get on your typewriter <laughs> and write it all down. <laughs> With the cigarette still dangling. With the cigarette, yeah. Still mouth. lit, yeah. That's, yeah, that's the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Hu- that's so good. That's so good. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you all so much for coming to our podcast today. Our first episode of the new our year. Our first episode of the new year. Welcome. Thank you for watching. Thank you. Not watching. Thank you for. I say that all the time. Thank you for listening. Like to- and subscribe. <laughs> thank you for listening to our dulcet tones. <laughs> we hope you have a wonderful night. <laughs> listening to our show that is the end of season one we will be taking a couple weeks hiatus to tackle our rapidly growing tbr lists you guys know how it is right and we will bring you more episodes in season two for more content from us follow us on instagram and tiktok at a podcast of smut and dragons if you want to follow either of us individually you can find me maggie on instagram and tiktok at tea with margaret and jillian on instagram and tiktok at jillian Keishlin art leave us a comment and say hi guys we would love to hear from you and hear about your thoughts on the books we've read also please be lovely and leave us a little review on apple podcasts tell us we sound nice anyway that's all for now besties love ya